We continue this month looking at the discipline of simplicity. What follows is a lost recording of sorts. It's from a series of videos I recorded with my dad, Richard Foster, a few years back when my book, The Making of an Ordinary Saint, was being released. Enjoy. Well, talk with us about simplicity as a Christian mm-hmm. spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much to it, and... Um, as with a lot of the disciplines, it can be some very broad things. Mm. One of the things that was real helpful for me in this discipline is the idea that, that you wrote about, mm. that um, it isn't about my... It's an inward change, an inward reality that results in external actions. Right. And that so often we short-circuit that so that I could you know, live in a 10 by 10 cabin and eat soup and give all my money to the poor and, you know, right. sew my own clothes, but know nothing of simplicity. Exactly. Um, and and I, I was really misled on that because I just had thought this is all about what I do. Right. And um, now I tie this in with technology in the mm-hmm. sense that uh, that just keeps our lives from being simple and complicates things right. Right. to no end. but. Could you talk maybe a little bit about that, that inward reality that results in an external... In an outward lifestyle. Yeah. And it's so... The great devotional writers always stress this. The inward reality of a life of focus toward God, seeking the kingdom of God first, and that inward change will naturally have an effect on the outward lifestyle. But you're right. It's so easy to focus on externals. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason that people like to gravitate toward externals is because then we can easily say who's got it and who doesn't, who's in and who's out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we can, you know, sort of manage and control the spiritual life of people that way, or at least our assessment of people. Mm-hmm. But see, part of the life of simplicity is just letting go of all of that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm not in charge of other people's, you know, orientation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. toward God, and I let them go. Mm-hmm. And I... Uh, learn to give attention to the inner spirit of my life Mm -hmm. and the result of that. But the outward result, remember, is always going to be uh, affected by a lot of other things besides yourself. You've got children. Right. And... uh, other kinds of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you teach at a university that has a certain, you know, there are outward things that are involved in that. I, you know, sit here and write. Uh, and so that I can have an attentiveness and focus in a way that others can't, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. you know, so we. We give attention to the inward life of internal focus upon the kingdom of God. 
and then the outward stuff pretty much takes care of itself. How does it, how then do you practice it as a discipline Mm -hmm. if it's a natural process? Well, first, I learned to practice an internal spirit of orientation toward God. Okay. A Godward orientation. That is a practice. Mm-hmm. Learning, remember, Brother Lawrence, the practice of the presence of God. Now, so many people, when they come to simplicity, I mean, I am part of a religious group that could so that did so easily focus on externals. Mm-hmm. Quakers mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. Um and we just that so so it is a practice to say I want to be attuned to the life of God, mm-hmm. and it is a practice. You mentioned in the book one of the great uh, quotes of your book is learning to um, love people well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you take that as an orientation toward life. Mm-hmm. My orientation is learning to love people well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the great goal of my life. And there's this, that simplicity? It is. It is great simplicity. Mm-hmm. And of course, learning to love others well means I'm learning to love God well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, I mean, this it was really fun for me to discover this, how these, I mean, we already talked about it in, in some earlier videos, but that the disciplines, the categories really are artificial. Right. They're great and helpful to kind of help frame. To help us think about aspects of a life. Mm-hmm. But it is a one whole life we're talking about. Mm-hmm. A, a life of living with God mm-hmm. and God with us and how that with God kind of life plays itself out. Mm-hmm. I'll feel a inward nudge to move to things that are simple. Mm-hmm. So there, it is kind of an organic, but then it's right. also uh, a choice to do. And usually, usually simplicity uh, has to do with saying no <laughs> to, right. to whatever that. I mean, that yeah, can be right. a variety of things. But uh, yep, we, we must remember every yes has a no tied to it. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to say yes to something, I have to say no to other things. Mm-hmm. And that is, see, that is a recognition of our finitude, mm. that I can't do everything. Mm. Being a, actually able to go to bed and go to sleep is an action of simplicity. Mm. Because I say, I can't accomplish everything. Mm. I'm not going to accomplish everything. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm going to let go. Mm-hmm. I want to accomplish everything. <laughs> yeah. I want to do it all. <laughs> it yes. frustrates. Well, we all do. <laughs> I had a great, at one point, someone had asked you a question about how overwhelmed they were and how busy they were and how they felt that mm-hmm. just so many things to do and going on. And um, they wanted your advice on this. Do you oh, remember? Yeah. Do you remember what you said? Uh-huh. It was so great. Um, you pause, good dramatic pause, <laughs> and said, uh, say no. And and then you go, I wish I could make it more difficult for you. 
but I can't, you know. And I think that's, uh, you know, learning to say no to things mm -hmm. helps with the complexity of our life. Well, it does. You see, people love for things to be complex. Yeah. And uh, that's why the often the truest answer is a simple answer. Hmm. It was the great Native American Chief Joseph that said, uh, it doesn't take many words to say the truth. Mm. And that's true about our actions, too. Mm -hmm. We don't have to get too complicated about it. Mm -hmm. We just take the next step mm. and do what's the task that's before mm -hmm. us. And we don't worry too much about the effects of all that. So, and that really, simplicity really, mm -hmm. it's about freedom. It is. Wait a minute. It is. That would make a great book title. <laughs> freedom of <laughs> what? What it is. I wrote a book called The Freedom of Simplicity. You, just real quick, I've noticed some people read that book, mm -hmm. and, and it's changed a lot of people's lives. Mm -hmm. um, and I've noticed sometimes... You get a little concerned with some of the effects that, that maybe have come out of that. Mm -hmm. Could you just real briefly well, say something to that? People latch on to certain things about these matters. And, I mean, I have to let them go on that. That's your discipline. It's not my... But I don't know. I don't know how... How helpful the book was or is. I don't know. But again, I let it go. It, it, is it some of the, even after saying it, that people will still focus on the external? Oh, yeah. I mean, is that, that's oh, yeah. kind of where I'm. Right. That, that people just. <sighs> it is what people do. Yeah. Even after writing whatever it was, a couple of chapters on the importance of the internal life of simplicity. It still just goes right by for Yeah. And they like to latch on to partly it's it's dramatic, it's big too. Mm. Whatever, you know. Well, and we all have fantasies about wanting to be Thoreau or something. <laughs> In one sense, it's easier. I mean, it's easier for the external, I can right. kind of muscle my way into that. Right. The That's internal right. requires an act of God and mm -hmm. an act of grace that I have That's to wait for. That you have. Uh, That's right. So in one sense, it's and maybe it takes, short circuit. It, it takes a ton of patience. Well, there you have it. As always, thanks for listening and have a great week.